Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to this second special edition of BTT. My name is Stephanie Grove, and I will be playing Trixie Louise Canton. This is Johnny. I'm playing uh, Phil, the, the real man. Raymond. Mike playing <clears throat> Frank Cross. And this is Jeremy playing Nathan Alex Woodson. And this is Carlin. I will be playing Ari Glaston, who likes to be called Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. And I am Jordan, and I am going to be game mastering this special edition of Inspectors. If you uh, want to pick up the game, it is uh, quite a fun little treat. Um, it's available on the website for Memento Mori Theatrics. Um, also called, you can find that at www.memento-mori.com, M-O-R-I. Um, so it's a, a pretty fantastic little game. You can also, in addition to getting it in print, you can also getting it, get it as a PDF. So it's pretty darn cool. Let's go ahead and talk about the franchise that we want to build. We have a, a, a whole bunch of different, it's pretty much the sky's the limit. Um, unless you want to build one on an airship, then we can talk about that. Uh... <laughs> so no. the sky is the limit. <laughs> yeah, we get to choose the name and the location. Um, we get to describe who the owner is, the owner of the particular franchise. And we also get to describe a little bit about the building, everything like that. Um, also, we get to choose if it's what level of investigation it is. If it's a new organization, a new franchise, an established franchise, a successful franchise, or if it's the home office of Inspectors Corporation. Well, obviously it has to be an abandoned fire station. <laughs> No. See, I was thinking a strip mall between, like, Barnes & Noble and, I don't know, Dress Barn. See if people hear me out on this. This is this is where I want to be located. Can we do an old oil rig in the middle of the ocean? It's been done. What? Yeah. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, that actually, there's an, another actual play episode out there where they have an oil rig in the, off the coast of Ireland. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean Sealand. Oh, you thought you were so original. I'm, I'm a lord there. Yeah, good to know. There actually is no original Emily. thought ever. No, nope. so pretty just much. saying. Well, I'm I'm thinking strip mall strip. between the dress barn and the Barnes and Noble. But but what what area do, of the country do you want it to be in? Do you want it to be in Idaho? Do you want to do Idaho? Okay, okay. That's so we a, are hunting. Boise, Idaho. <laughs> really? Strip mall. Well, can we actually be? How, how about if we're like hidden? You know what I mean? Like. Okay. People can contact us, but they don't know exactly where we're based out of. No, I was thinking like a trap door underground, a strip club. Strip club or strip club? Strip club. Because who would push the wrong doorbell? The floor drops and you go into our city. That's not our office. That's a champagne room. Starlight. Do you have any ideas about what you want to do for? Um, I do, but it has more to do with the financial <gasps> status of the okay. of the okay. corporation, and that is that it's already kind of past its heyday, and the Ooh. owner is now secretly sinking a majority of his personal finances in it. So he has a, there's a lot of pressure coming from up top. I like that to do to to See, put this new team together. Combine it with a bowling alley. 
ghost hunters slash bowling. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, we need to think about ghost this in this ball. fashion. If we want to be kind of hidden, what's a thing or like a, a a place at like a public area that you always wonder what goes on behind that door? The green door. Stadiums. Airport maintenance. Think about it. You can get flights in and out all the time. It's true. There we go. Oh, oh, airport. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, airport. Airport. Yeah, I like it. Do you want to do it in a local airport, or do you want to make up an airport? Are there airports in Idaho at all? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's several. I know Boise there's an airport, airport in Minot, North Dakota. Nashville. Boise Airport, and I think I know enough about it that we could... I say that it needs to be a big city airport. Chicago. Seattle. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago Seattle. Seattle, either one. You don't want to do, like, Washington or Baltimore? Because that's what we're most familiar with. You are. <laughs> I like Seattle. Okay. Seattle, Seattle. I like Seattle. Seattle feels like the kind of place that our characters would be. Also, you got a lot of the ports. You got you're close to Canada, Alaska. You got a lot of old paranormal. A lot of interesting. So you guys go ahead and discuss what you think the franchise should be. I'm going to go ahead and look up the name of the Seattle airport. I I think it's actually Seattle Seattle. International. Yeah, SeaTac. Yeah, no, that's the port. That's yeah, SeaTac. Seattle International. Yeah, Seattle. I think so. I like Mike's idea about the financial status. <laughs> I um, do too. Mm-hmm. I think it could add some really interesting dynamics of really getting some pressure from above that might put us under some undue stress. Or even hazardous situations. Yeah, that too. Taking more risky yeah. jobs just yep. because we have to make money. So Seattle Tacoma International Airport. Yeah, so it is SeaTac. That sounds so cool. SeaTac. I really wanted Inspectors. that oil. Where's behind the door says authorized personnel only. That's all hey, the door we can work says. on opening satellite offices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> authorized personnel only. One in a European castle. Oh. That's not expensive. <laughs> They're not expensive. They only cost like $14 million. I've toured there. Okay, so SeaTac International Airport is the location of your franchise. Um, what's it look like on the inside? An office. Well, inside the organization, <sighs> we have to get rid of public access. <laughs> well, on see, the inside. <laughs> I would say that from like from the, if you're walking in the corridors of the airport, it's just a doorway that has a label that says authorized personnel only. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's all it is from the outside. Do we have to wear uniforms? I wouldn't say in order so. To go through that door. No. You yeah. just have to have the, you have to have a key card that's coded to that door. What about fingerprint recognition? This is what I envision. Safe. On the secondary door. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That would, exactly. That, that would depend on your technology role. So go ahead and make a technology role. I'm already rolling things? Yes. <laughs> Highest is a three. So three, uh, go ahead and read us what the option for three is off of the dice roll. Three part. says, not great. The GM decides your fate, but you may be given a chance to suggest a single positive, albeit minor, effect. Oh. Okay, so you can you can have a, a fingerprint recognition system if you want to get into the, into the, uh, the uh, special secret airport layer of this particular group, but it kind of shocks you every time that you have to go through. <laughs> nice. The second yeah, nice. The okay, first door. But I guess the, pos- the second door is where the phone print scanner is. The small positive thing for that would be it wakes you up in the morning. <laughs> you don't need coffee. I'm getting what tired. If, Why don't you just go out and do the fingerprint again? What if the small positive is there are certain <laughs> paranormals that are susceptible to electric shock, so... Oh, okay. It's a form of access control, even hey. though it's a small percentage that could possibly know okay. there. Okay. Or, okay. I like right. that. That works. And my character just sometimes for fun. <laughs> I bet. Morning, Trixie. Morning. Adrenaline prolonging life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We take them bets on how long we can hold our thumb on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> on slow days. 
Okay. So we've we've come up with the um with one piece of information about the fran- uh, the franchise franchise that it has a, a thumb a thumbprint scanner that shocks you. Yeah. Um, and I envision that once the thumb the thumbprints recognize that okay, this is how I envision we have the you know the staff only or, or employees only door. You go through that and you go down some stairs to the bottom where there's no doors. And then you have that thumbprint recognition, and the stairwell comes up, and you go under the stairwell, and then it closes cool. after you. Yeah. Like Speaking that. of sinking all his money into it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that would be very cool. Okay, so go ahead and describe that, just so I can write that down real quick. Yeah, yeah. That um, it's the employees only door, uh-huh. and then you go in and you go down a flight of stairs, and there's nothing at the bottom except the fingerprint recognition. How about just a bunch of like janitor supplies at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So. Yeah, it's just janitor stuff down there. And then there's the fingerprint recognition, and which is inside of the uh, breaker, the cir- circuit breaker box. Right. So you have to open that up, and then you do it. <laughs> which could be the reason for the electrical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes things don't work <laughs> in the rest of the airport after that. <laughs> so then once it takes the fingerprint... The stairwell actually goes up, <laughs> revealing the entrance. Oh, and then okay. you go in, and then the stairwell closes after you. Okay, awesome. So, uh, flight of stairs, janitor supplies, get smart entrance. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I take my smoke breaks in the stairwell. Okay. The finger print. Now, what's the, what is the name of your franchise? Hmm. Well, we have to have something that would be out for the public. Like, do you have a website or Inspectors Anonymous? Mm. <laughs> oh, well, since it's super supernatural things, do we want to call ourselves? What about Spirit Inc.? Oh, kind of cool. Seattle Spirits. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I was thinking super, super, super. And we get a lot of phone calls for people looking for a liquor store. <laughs> okay. A lot of phone calls, and I answer I the like phones. That. I'm like, well, you know, if you really want something good. <laughs> you know what makes me clairvoyant? Try this whipped cream <laughs> vodka. It's really good. Put it with orange juice and. There's vodka in it. And the boss comes out and he's like, "Would you stop talking to people about booze?" Okay. Are we a franchise? Yes, you are a part of the you are a part of the inspectors franchise, but you can have your own office name. So So we're Seattle Spirits. Seattle Inspectors Inc. Yeah. Now who is the owner of Oh no. You've been in it the longest. Uh, I was thinking that he could be the CEO, which is like, a totally different role. Ooh, because then he'd be getting a whole lot of stress mm-hmm. from the owner to make things work. Which I'll, could I'll go with whatever I had field trainer written down. That could create a lot of tension within the group too, because you kind of have to be the, the, bad guy. the owner yeah. has to be one of access to information. I can't well, no, share no, it. the owner is the owner is like an NPC type. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Is that um, your life anthropy coming through? Yeah. <laughs> That's your werewolf breaking out. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just for ideas, I'm trying to look up like wealthy people who live in Seattle. Are you like owned by Microsoft? No. No. You could say no, Simplot owns it. His I mean, name is Giles Mormon. Idaho, but what? Giles Mormon. Mm. Mormon? Or Norman. Whatever. Mormon. Spell that that's, for me. J I L E S. Yes. Or well, I've always heard Giles spelled with a G, but okay. J. Um, but how do you spell the last name? Norman. 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 I like Norman. I like Norman. 
Norman. Norman. I'm trying to figure, is it November or is it Mike? November. November. Kyle's November. Okay. That's my alias. So we're going to go ahead and say in terms of establish, in terms of status, you guys are there. You've been established for a while, but you're on the decline. So we're going to say that you get to start off with five franchise dice. Mm -hmm. Actually, on the decline... um, Established would be ten, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're, you're on the de- decline, so you get eight. Yeah. So we'll talk about these in a, a moment. Um, the franchise dice are what you can divide between your three cards. You have um, on this on this you have three different cards that you can use. You have your library card, which you can take add things uh, add to your academic role. Anybody can grab this if they need a boost. You have your credit card, which you can use if you need to spend more money. And then you also have your gym card, which you can use to help boost athletics. Three, those three cards, you get to take these eight dice and you get to distribute them between the three cards. Mm, for the business? Yes, for the business. I vote that the fewest go into the gym membership because we're all fairly athletic. Except for me. Well, I got two in athletics. I got a two. Yeah. I think from a business standpoint, the fewest dice go into money. Oh, that's a good point. What? Yep. That's kind of like if you look at if you look at the bankroll chart, which it might be on your. No, we don't. It's not. Okay, we all have bankroll. So let me go ahead and read you the what happens with the bankroll chart. Um, if you take something from that and you roll, which is why I asked you guys to each choose a color so that we can choose which color is different uh, for the bankroll. Yeah. Um, six compounded interest. Return this die and add a bonus die to the bank. Five interest. Return this die to the bank. Four, account withdrawal. No benefit or penalty. Lose this die. Account withdrawal. No benefit or penalty. Lose this draw. And, uh, lose this die. And that's for number three. Number two, service charge. Lose this die in an additional die if possible. And number one, account overrun. Ignore all other results and lose all bank dice. Mm. So you have eight here. So you could put in like two. You're saying three, Mike? Two or three. Three? You want to... he's, he's still got his personal assets tied into yeah, it. We right. just don't know I think about three's it. Good. And you can also you can also do uh, um I would say two. You want two? Yeah, two. No, I would list hearing those penalties, I would say two. Yeah. Okay, so how about the gym membership? Maybe you want to put two in the gym. Three in the gym. Three. Three. Yeah. We have six left. You've got six left, so you can so do three and three. Three, three. Yeah, three and three sounds good to me. Okay. Sounds about like an average of all of us. <laughs> I suppose, yo. I got student loans. Now, the way that you kind of advance in this game is you get more franchise dice. Every time that you roll a six on a skill roll, you get two franchise dice. Okay. And every time you roll a five, you get one. Now, you don't get them until the end of the game. So every time you roll a six, I'll drop them into the bowl. It's an interesting pacing mechanic because the game is over when all of the dice are gone. Okay. So that's like me. Yeah, like going and doing jobs and making our money. Right. That's how you 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 will earn the points as you ro- make your rolls to complete your actions in the in the jo- actual job that you do. <laughs> Very so, sort of a, a climax to the the episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, that that's a neat little feature of the actual game. <clears throat> so now that we've done our 
now that we've got our name, Seattle Spirits, located in the SeaTac International Airport in a hidden area, and we have our owner, Giles Norman, we get to talk about the actual items that we have as resources. So let me no go. No puzzle boxes. Hmm? No puzzle boxes. No puzzle boxes? Open the box. Open the box. <laughs> um, let me go ahead and take a look at the rule book. My character could figure out how to open the box. Yes. <laughs> he shouldn't. But he could. Oh, one thing I did want to mention is that there's a teamwork rule. We'll talk about that in a moment. Where is this information that I'm looking for? What are the ages of our characters again? I can't remember. 53. 25. 32. 23. 23. Okay, so... So you are hiring the youngins. <laughs> Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about um, like the job, like the different jobs within the organization. So one player can be the CEO, the de facto leader of the team. It's up to him or her to make the important decisions. Whether or not these decisions are actually followed upon is for debate. I think it's fair that that would be Mike, since he's mm -hmm. the one with experience here. Oh yeah. He's acting CEO. Well, well, let's hear the others before we. Okay. Um, there's also a, a chief ex uh, technical officer. Oh, that would probably be my guy. <laughs> yeah. The CTO is, play is the player blessed with keeping track of all the goodies purchased with technology skill roles. Your CTO is usually the biggest geek in the group. <laughs> Strangely enough, this player often has the agent with the highest technology skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is obviously Ari. So, I'm sorry, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass is the C chief technology officer. Um, and then we could also, you know, have other things as well, such as um, a chief financial officer. Uh, you should choose one player to be the CFO, the person in charge of the franchise franchise sheet, and the one who keeps the tally of the team's franchise dice earned and invested. Should it be the person with the drug addiction? Yes. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying for like an interesting wrinkle to things. Should it be the person with the drug addiction? <laughs> Is there? Finish reading yeah, the rest of that's it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, wait, I might have might have goofed up. In addition to like your um, your corporate gold card, there is a bank. Um, the bank is something that you can uh, draw all sorts of uh, like dice from and, and basically use um, as your resources. Um, it's like something that you have. So, like, if you want to have a bank, instead of spending all of these here, you could have a bank of three, and then, like, you can use those for whatever. They go away at the end, but you can use them for whatever. So, could they be used for, like, the credit card, or the library card, or the gym membership? Well, you can use, like, you use this one when you're trying to get resources. Okay. Like, for the credit card. You use this one when you're trying to use your strength. Okay. Uh, in uh, the uh, gym membership, and you get use the uh, um, library card for academics. Right. The bank can go into anything. So it could be used for contacts, it could be used for technology, it could be used for athletics, it could be used for academics. So why wouldn't we put all of them in the bank and then we can use them for whatever we want, whenever we want? Well, because you gotta you got to break them up. That's oh, okay. Yeah. That also, is I think in the general one, they don't have the ability to return extra. Right. Yeah. Whereas okay. our, our credit card, company credit card, has the ability to earn interest and dividends. Okay. Like yeah. yeah. Got it. So we've got CEO being Frank, Ari being the chief technology officer, and um, 
CFO. Who wants to be CFO? Is are these all that we have to we have to pick one of them? We can or? we can pick these, or we could also do like chief security officer. Are those the only three that are in? Those there? are the only three in the okay. book. All right. Honestly, I was picturing her answering phones. <laughs> I I mean, from the the rest of the character she descriptions, I don't think any of us would be CFO. I know people. Yeah. So realistically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got a 25-year-old, a 23-year-old, and a 23-year-old. Two of which are... Well, well, he's, he's already... But I'm already something. Well, yeah. I, can, I can keep track of that if, if that's what you guys want. Just want to make that an NPC then, basically? No, well, I mean... Money pen. Yeah. I can go ahead and... Yeah, sure. Money pen. Yeah. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about, like, the technology that's available. It's often wise for the group to set a technology limit for the game. Most games of inspectors take place in the present day. Telephones, taxis, hamburger joints, cold medicine, etc. Are easy to find in any, in any big city. Even the smallest towns have access to post-1950s technology. So this is the baseline limit. Ectoplasmic disintegrators and mystical tomes of power might be ultra rare in your game. The higher the technology limit, the crazier and more accessible technology can become. You can have a low-tech inspector's game where the agents only have access access to mundane equipment, a good option for rural settings or teams on locations in remote areas, or us, where we're struggling financially. Also, just because the item is available doesn't necessarily mean that it's available right now. The, oh yeah, I have one of those in my back pocket tricks should not be overused. So some suggested technology limits are ultra-tech, weird science or alien assistance, makes high-tech equipment fairly common. Men in Black style cannons, James Bond gadgets, and cool occult objects are just a phone call and a requisition form away. Uh, experimental or fringe, Ghostbusters level equipment, poorly tested and prone to breakdowns. Experimental equipment's main drawbacks is that they're all one-shots or prototypes. If it blows up, there's no replacing it. Well, not for a while anyway. Standard. Standard tech is anything that can be bought, built, or borrowed right now. This includes just about anything you'd encounter in the 21st century. Laptop computers, mobile phones, submachine guns, laser pointers, deep sea diving gear, etc. The last one is simple or primitive. Well, primitive by our standards. This includes classic mon monster hunting gear, the old reliables, bells, books and candles, crossbows, Hammers and stakes, holy waters, swords, axes, revolvers, that kind of thing. Anything less high-tech, high and the agents would be throwing rocks. <laughs> I see Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what sounds interesting in terms of technology? Ghostbuster levels. I like I'm thinking with him yeah, making yeah. them. Well, I was just saying, sort of, maybe not full-on experimental, but like in between sure. standard and ex yeah. experimental mm -hmm. yeah. is sort of what I was... Yeah, I like those thinking. I like the aspect of things potentially not working. <laughs> so we're talking fringe level. That's why you can never count on technology. <laughs> <laughs> that plays directly to your character. Mm -hmm. I always count on technology. One, two, three. <laughs> I don't know if they count your fingers as the technology. Now that we've distributed, do you, do you guys want to have, how, how big do you want your bank of just generic dice to be? We uh, need to decide if we want to stay with this. The two, three, and three, or make it um, one, two, and two. How do you want to do that? I'd say two, two, two. Two, two, two? Yeah. Two's, Two's all around. around. Two's all yeah. around. Yeah, sure. Let's okay. make it even. Mm -hmm. Yarp. Two, two, two. Yarp. Two. So that would be a total of eight. Yay. <laughs> all right. 
So now, let's go ahead and see what items we have available to us. Yeah. Anybody can throw out an item that they want to have available, but we'll need to make a... Whoever whoever makes the decision uh, or wants to have something in the game has to make the technology roll for it. Flamethrower. <laughs> Flamethrower, roll for it. I'm keeping quiet. <laughs> I have five and a four. So you have a five. So that's a success. You have flamethrowers. I want pistols with different types of cartridges, such as if it's vampire, like sunlight bullets, if it's lichen, silver bullets, if it's paranormal, like ectoplasmic destruction bullets, you know, stuff like that. Okay, roll for it. Oh, please, come on. Six. What's up? So you've got pistols. Yes. With appropriate bullets. I'm trying to remember, like, on the ghost hunting shows, what are, like, the meters for EMP waves? EMP. Meter. Six. Six. (laughs) So you you have EMF readers. Mm -hmm. How can we throw out multiple? Sure. I mean, until we're done, until you guys feel comfortable with the list that you got. Night vision equipment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, perfect. Six. Six. Look at that. I feel. I have a feeling we're wasting all our six. (laughs) (laughs) Or Jeff's not here. Yeah. But we need a lot of this technology because some of it's going to stop working. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys have been having phenomenal um, roles for equipment. Body armor. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Four. Four. Fair. Describe the most positive result of your action, but you must include negative or humorous effect. <laughs> it's used. Some of it is used. <laughs> okay, and how does that affect it? It's got holes. Was it not necessarily tested? <laughs> <laughs> It blocks it's everything except for ectoplasma. to um, I can slide. blunt objects, melee type attacks, um, edged <laughs> weapons, <laughs> claws. So everything. <laughs> everything except bullets? So you were told that your t-shirt is, um, is body armor. <laughs> it has a picture body armor on the yeah. t-shirt okay perfect but the one perk is it's got our company name <laughs> go ahead um, I'm thinking I have, I, has another idea I have one something that's gonna... I want to do energy based paralysis grenades yeah I was about to say some, some special grenades okay so we can kind of hold something in place if we need to to get to it so stat grenade five. Okay, so a five a result of five is pretty good. Uh, good. Describe the result and gain one franchise die. Well, well you don't have to the franchise. franchise. Yeah. But describe the result. Well, I mean it's the same as the amazing. You got one. So we got it. So you got um, paralysis grenades. Yeah. A motion activated heat sensing camera. Oh yeah, we need that, wouldn't we? Six. Here, award. Company vehicle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. What kind of company vehicle? A plane? Well, let's, oh, it's let's a, roll it's the a... die. Roll the die. <laughs> Two. Yes. yes. Oh, it says the GM decides. Oh. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, so what were what were you saying? Sensor, sensor cameras. Oh, um, motion activated heat sensing cameras. I'm not writing down all that. I'm just writing down sensor cameras. That's fine. Okay, and so you rolled a two. two. The GM decides your fate. You may suggest something suitably negative. What would you like to suggest? It is a beat-up cargo van. (gasps) Not even. It's a beat-up GMT van. It's just... I mean, it costs more to run this thing than it does to keep it. (laughs) Unless you have Mr. T. Okay, so I will allow you to have a beat-up van, but unfortunately... You can only use it 
when the uh, airplanes, airport staff are not using it to carry <laughs> luggage around. Yes. <laughs> yes. Does it say investigators anywhere on it? No, it was a lease oh. 30 years ago. <laughs> Ouch. All right. What's yet? Polygraph. Okay. Three. Not great. GM decides fate, but you may give the chance to suggest a single positive, albeit minor effect. All right. Okay, so you have a polygraph. Well, you have what you think is a polygraph machine. <laughs> but it's... It was found in an old insane asylum in the 40s. It's actually an EKG <laughs> that you have to hook up to a cantaloupe to make it work. All right. It's French technology. <laughs> All right. The positive so, effect would. Uh... Then you can eat the cantaloupe. Twisted <laughs> <laughs> <Boosted> cantaloupe. Twisted <laughs> cantaloupe. It's a minor positive effect to that. <laughs> well, you will know wh- what the heart rate is. You get to eat a cantaloupe. That's the positive. <laughs> we can tell if there's increased brain function towards a question. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. Well, wouldn't you be able? Could you pick up heart rate? Yeah. So if people are lying, then their their heart, heart rate, rate usually increases. So it's a cantaloupe is battery EKG, yeah. I'm trying to think of electrocardiogram. Okay. All right. This is something that would be very practical for us to have. A DNA sequencer. Okay. Scroll for it. Mm-hmm. Would that basically tell if someone's supernatural or not? Yeah, well, like, uh, or a lycanthrope? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Or a vampire? No! <laughs> Six. Oh, he gets it. You're screwed. <laughs> well, we don't... No, he's the one who's fixing this thing. Yeah, so. that's oh, true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fixing? <laughs> um, well, like you fixed the deck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, laptops with enough storage on them to have, you know, our databases of... You know who we brought in, and you Super know contacts, and you know everything we need really. Not desktops, laptops. A network. Five. I did get five. Okay. So. So we got that. Hi. That sounds like a lot of gear. Can I do one more? I have one that we might really. You're need. broke, aren't you? <laughs> well, most of this gear is just stuff in our. That we already had. Yeah. Right. It's in our place. There is something that's very important that we should have. All right, I'll give you guys each one more. Okay. Phones that uh, also have voice recognition technology to basically work like walkie-talkies. Okay. So we can just say the other person's name if we're not even touching it. Okay. And just have it on and just be like, Trixie, and then it'll ring Trixie real quick and it'll open a comm line. Just because if we need anything. Roll low on this. Please roll no. low on this. Oh, <laughs> like it cuts Don't. out all the time. It has a thumbprint system. Six. Shocks you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm the tech man. What up? What were you I, thinking? I was thinking that every time you mention somebody's name, the phone comes on so they hear all the conversations. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a problem. Well, no, since I got a six, it's something like you'd have phone to say free call zone. X person or whatever. Right. Or contact. Yeah. Um, cell phones. Yeah. Working cell phones. Yes. Not crappy ones. Environmental suits. No, oh, good idea. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a few tears. <laughs> They're from World War II. Um, okay, so... When you're talking environmental suits, you're talking like thinking glass, gas masks. Um, yeah, full biohaz with uh, breathing apparatus. Your gas masks actually don't work. <laughs> Do we know this? No. Okay. Ouch. Well, that could right. be bad. Let's Awkward. see. That's not a good one. Why does it smell like charcoal? 
Now, with all this technology and stuff, is this all just like modern technology, or does like magical or any sort of like spiritual or that would fall under fringe? I would fringe. Yeah. Okay. Um, can we say uh, the 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 supernatural version of the Encyclopedia Britannica, published by some old British guy and roll for it? We're gonna have that on our laptops. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Three. Wiki paranormal. You're missing G, V, W. Oh, oh, good that we're missing and W. A. <laughs> okay, so you still can research poltergeist. Right. <laughs> well, that's good. And banshees. Yeah, and banshees. <laughs> All right. Um, and fairies. <laughs> and slimers. <laughs> I was trying to go for books, you know. I mean. Like... Nerd. And D is still in there. That's good. Mm-hmm. U for undead. Yeah. Like what about that. L? Is L in there? Yeah. Lycanthropy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I just wrote down Paranormal Encyclopedia Missing Volumes. Okay. So, depending on how good your role is, then you might be missing volumes. That makes sense. <laughs> or maybe from like V on was never published. <laughs> yeah. They were in on a They were, they they were researching V and, and they disappeared. With the flying squirrel suits. Okay. What? Oh. Roll for it. I want these so bad. Six. Yes. I need to lie on my squirrel suits. That's the last one, so that's a good. And, you know and, the the uh, in essence tanuki suits. No, no, no. God, no. Oh. You know the uh, the. Uh, I don't know. The skydiving body suits. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the gliding ones. Which they have, have webbing, like, between. webbing between the legs and the arms. Okay. You just one more. One more. Let's say we have what would be good for a ghost hunter? A ectoplasm trap. Ectoplasm trap. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Roll it. Six. Oh, I'm running. Thank out you, of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Storage container. Don't remember. Thank you. Even with all this cool stuff, everywhere. we're still in the experimental phase. Yes. <laughs> so it could still break. It could still break. Okay. We are going to take a break there, and when we come back. Next time, we will actually be kicking off the game. Woo! Yeah! So, see you then. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast, but please do not modify it, or attempt to gain financially from it. To find this show online, visit our site, BoneThrowersTheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at BoneThrowersTheater, and our email address is BoneThrowersTheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been... A Nerd Circle podcast production.